Welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Andy Price. You will enjoy this podcast today. You need this podcast, and you will be influenced by this podcast today. Today's podcast is on that topic that we're talking about influence. What influences you? What are the common themes and forms of influence in 2020? And are you in the right spot? Are you being influenced in the right way? We're going to take a look at that. So before we dive in, I'd like to talk about today's sponsor, Perfect Bar. I don't know if you all have tried Perfect Bar or not, but if you haven't, you're really missing out. It's my favorite go-to snack. It's the original refrigerator protein butter, and you'll love these flavors. The original flavor was just plain peanut butter. And even for those like myself that have slight peanut allergies, I can eat these without any side effects at all. Um, They have several different flavors, including the one I had today, chocolate chip cookie dough. Uh, They have peanut butter. They even have almond almond perfect bars now um, with different types of fruit in them. And today's perfect bar that I had today, the chocolate chip cookie dough, had 27 grams of carbs. 14 grams of protein and 20 grams of healthy fat. So it keeps me healthy. I can pronounce and I know what every single one of the ingredients are on the back of this. It's also a low glycemic snack. For those of you who have blood sugar issues, this will keep you full for a while. It's good to have around. uh, And I like the fact that it has a lot of protein and a lot of fat in it and uh, limit my carbs while getting those at the same time. So, uh, Check it out. You can find these online or at Costco, Trader Joe's, Walmart, and Publix. Perfect bar, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, on to the podcast. So today, I'm going to start out with a question for you. And it's pretty simple, but it'll it'll get us thinking about influence. So what influences you? And we'll start with the definition couple of definitions that are in regard to influence. So number one is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. So we're talking about personal influence here. So let's read that again. The capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. And power to produce effects on actions, behavior, opinions, ability to sway. So some of examples of influence in people and relationships would be parent to child. That's probably familiar with most of you. Even if you don't have children, you had parents, most of you had parents that you were close to, and you remember the relationship and the influence that your parents had on you, good and bad. A coach to an athlete. Definitely an influence relationship there. There's teacher to student. There's even a few things in our current day. Media influencing the fearful. Um, internet influencers influencing followers and anti-followers. Pastors um, influence through, truth for, uh, through truth and encouragement. They encourage the church. And even the lost. And then peer groups provide influence as well. Uh, it could be a teammate to teammate. It could be sibling to sibling. It could be your workout buddy to workout buddy. It could be a coworker in your cube. 
someone who does the exact same job and job title and expectations that you do, you all can influence each other. So influence definitely impacts our identity. And who you surround yourself with says a lot about you. And there are a ton of quotes around this too, but who you surround yourself with now will likely project out who you will be a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And what you surround yourself with, so your environment as well, will also influence who you are. So it says a lot about identity. Um, Influences also impact where we're going. So going back to where will you be six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, if you continue with the same influences that you have right now. And influences also impact effectiveness. If you're hanging around people that are goal setters, go getters, work hard, that's where you're going to be. You're going to you're probably going to line up in that lane and run with them. If your group is more geared towards uh, playing Fortnite. 25 hours a week, you probably play Fortnite for 25 hours a week and be all excited about the next season or the next skin or whatever's coming out on Fortnite. But it won't make you very effective overall in life, but you'll have fun playing 25 hours a week with those people. And then, and by the way, that's not a slam. If you like to have fun and play games, that's great. That's great. Maybe be the influence that says, hey, let's play. Let's play six hours a week. We'll still be good. We'll still have fun. But we can do a lot of other things in those other 19 hours. And another thing that uh, influence, personal influence is, is it, it might just help us learn, you know. We learn a lot from those that we are close to, that we are listening to, that we respect. And also, you probably have fun. I'll give you an example. Um, my... One of my kids pulled out our old ping pong table out of the garage a couple months ago, and we hadn't played ping pong in years. And, well, a lot of reasons. We got into other things, and frankly, we weren't very good at ping pong. It wasn't fun a few years ago. But for whatever reason, we started playing, and then we realized that other people that we know were playing during COVID, and we would get to see those people. We were playing ping pong, especially my kids were playing with them. And so we all started playing again, and that influence was fun. That was good. It's not super time-consuming. It is ridiculously competitive, and that leads into another whole set of opportunities to learn. But influences can impact your identity, impact where you're going, impact effectiveness, but they can also bring uh, a lot of experience and help us learn, and it can, um, it can be fun the same time. So one thing I'll say about influences, especially regarding even healthy relationships. So just like talking about, you know, if you have a peer group or uh, for me, I have a set of guys that are in my cure group at church. And I love those guys. We've been together for several years, some of us, and we know our families very well. We've been through a lot of life together, but we all do different things. We're living. We all have a ton of personal responsibility and busy schedules, and we're all going a different way uh, most of the time. And we live very far apart, so it's super difficult to get together. 
But man, I'll tell you, when we get together, it's worth it every single time. No matter what we wind up talking about, you wind up walking away encouraged that you're not alone in trial and struggle and need and some coaching. And if you'll take a step and ask for help, especially from your buddies that care about you, it's amazing how you can walk. You walk away from those meetings and you're like, why aren't we doing this every week? Why am I not fighting for that time with those people, those influences? Those are friends. So you, you know, if you want to plug friends or peers or my buddies or, you know, if you're, if you're a lady, my girls, whatever you want to call it, home slices, homies, whatever you want to call it, plug it in there. All right, let's keep going. So talk about influences a little bit more on the personal standpoint. The five people you hang around most You'll become like them or the median of them, typically, the four or five people that you're around. Um, And that can be in areas like finance, health, uh, religious beliefs, where do you spend your time, expectations for your kids. So think about this, you know, even from, um, you know, just, just the circles that you run in, and you know that there are particular educational opportunities or schools available to your kids and you want the best for your kids because that's what you want. And the Smiths, man, they've, they've got their three kids enrolled in this private school over here. So, and, and, and now the, the Jones are talking about doing that. And man, what if the Callahans do that too? Then gosh, we'd be the only ones that, don't have our kids in that program or, or they're all playing soccer now. Should we all play soccer or ping pong? (laughs) So, and then also another thing, you know, your, your inner circle, and that could be two people. It could be 10. It's probably not 10. It's probably not that big. Really? The people that you really uh, respect and you really try to emulate, even if you're not telling anyone, and even if you don't realize it yet, their priorities are going to be similar to your priorities. And especially in areas surrounding um, biblical priorities and, you know, your the extent of your faith and how much you invite the Lord into your home and your family. Influences in current day can come from a lot of different venues because we have those silly phones with us everywhere we go and so we can be easily influenced bothered distracted whatever you want to call it by a lot of different things um so one i'm going to talk real quick about one thing so um in the past i i was an it manager for a long time and one of my roles was to respond when there was an issue Uh, with a customer and when you get into a super busy environment that responsibility is around the clock and it's all day long every day and those types of influences are something that we need to consider here so if you have a job that requires your 100 percent attention 100 percent effort 
and trumps anything else that you have going on, like date night with your, your spouse or, gosh, date night with one of your children or you being able to sit at one of your kids' uh, sports games and, and pay attention to them or have family night, maybe that's something you need to take a look at. I definitely did. It bothered me the entire time that I was in that type of role where I was immediately available to the need of a customer. It was tough for me. Definitely, uh, in some aspects, it was a, it was a harmful influence on me. Um, some people seem to be able to handle that and balance that. But if that's not you, maybe that's something to consider. Um, I'm not saying jump ship or leave, by the way. But maybe there's a plan. That there is a plan you could put in place where one, three, five years from now, you could do something else with your life where you're still making a good income, but you're able to focus fully on your family and be more in control of your time and uh, be the influencer at home instead of being influenced by, from something outside. So back to influences from current day. One is, uh, for a lot of people along the lines of the job thing, a boss, coworkers, uh, your work culture, what people are into, because we spend so much time and so much effort at work. We really get to know our coworkers, and it's easy to pick on habits and slang and attitudes. Um, and then there are a couple of others, you know, your church culture. What are people into? Some churches are very evangelistic, very serving, very out, outgoing, very outreach. A lot of them are kid-centric. Um, they, they want you at church every time the doors open, you know, and they open the door a lot. Um, and then there are social media influencers. Um, that's, uh, that's big today. I know that I've spent a lot of time uh, listening to those who are influencers and I'm listening to what they're saying and I weigh those things. And man, sometimes if it's, if it's something I think is good or right, I, I listen and it can, it can impact me. It can influence me. And then there are other things, um, influence wise, not just friends, not just family. Um, but it can be mentors and coaches. Um, big thing these days are the professional coaches, I've had those in the past, too, where um, they come in and help you with life planning so that you are making progress and that you're in your wheelhouse professionally and that you're making progress for the company and in the role that you're in and that you're preparing yourself for what's next. And so it's super easy to let them take a personality profile for you and talk about the industry that you're in and hone in on the salary that you want and the skill gap that you have. And let's, let's fix all those gaps and let's read seven books a week because that's what other 10 millionaire people do or successful entrepreneurs do or other VPs of that industry do. And you can get completely lost on what's really important. You can become um, over mentored, over coached, fully utilized and there can be zero um, margin and zero time for others and um, zero time for the Lord. So be careful with the external coach thing. Um, 
just my two cents, by the way. So back to uh, question time. These questions are for you. If you have a, a chance, jot these down. You know, grab something to write on. You can chew on this later. This would be good to talk to your uh, spouse about or uh, somebody that's close to you. Because you can think one thing. You can say, oh, my top five influences are these people. So write those down. Who are your top five influences? If, if you're married, one of them is probably your spouse. Um, if you go to church, one of them is probably one of the pastors. If, if you are in a small group or care group or life group, whatever your church calls it, maybe somebody in that group or several people in that group or the leader of that group is an influence. Maybe it is a professional mentor. Maybe that's another one. Maybe it's your neighbor. Or maybe you have a grandpa. Or maybe you have a great parent. You know, someone who's really, really there for you. A great mentor as a parent. I think that would be wonderful. Um, to have a parent as, as, a, as a positive, good, helpful influence in my life. Um, you know, these days with COVID and other things going on and people working from home, it's been more difficult to get in person with, um, folks. Zoom meetings are, are tough. I don't mind them. I don't mind them as much as some people, but man, it's just, it's not the same as sitting across the table or standing next to somebody and talking to them about things. It's just, it's tough. So I think a lot of us have turned to uh, social. You know, we weren't made to be lone rangers. We weren't meant to be by ourselves. So um, I think social media influencing has really gone through the roof. A couple of things that have helped me and my family during this time uh, have been some of the apps available. So we have used Zoom, but, you know, text Text is okay. It's still not a face. Um, FaceTime is okay. But we really like um, uh, Marco Polo. It's it's walkie-talkie, basically, with uh, a picture of yourself while you're talking. So um, you're basically creating short movies and short communications with the people that you're trying to reach. So it's, it's more personal. It feels good. Um, so write that down. Who are your top five influences right now? Is it... Is any one of them in your home? Is, um, or are they all, are they all people that it's, it's one way communication. You're just following people. You're not really in person. Uh, second question is, do you have more than one influence? Do you have one more than one person that you connect with? And that's in conversation. That's in banter. That's in, um, Hey, what's going on? Um, I've got a couple of guys right now uh, that I communicate with just about every day for the last several months and just talk through things and spill my guts. And um, it's through some apps, you know, and one of them is that Marco Polo app. I know that sounds weird, but I've, I've got to drive a lot for my job. And I have time to listen to podcasts, and I have time to Marco Polo buddies. And one, I get to encourage them. I'm not just 
venting my frustrations or wondering about things or talking about what's going on in the world, I get to encourage them. I get to build relationship. I get to build them up. But, um, you know, my wife is definitely one of my influences. She's, she's my main. Um, I tell you, I, she gives me a lot more than I give her. She's, she's amazing. I'm thankful for her. I have other influences. The guys through my care group are blessings to me. We don't talk nearly enough and that's my fault, but they are wonderful and I know they're there for me and they want, they help me want to be better. Um, my kids, all my kids are major influences for me. And I would say all of those are daily drivers for me, all the ones I just mentioned. And then I also have some in uh, social media. I have a couple people that I've connected with that are, um, I'm just rooting for them. You know, if I knew them, I'd, I would be like, man, let's let's hang out. You know, I, I like what you've got going on. Let's, let's hang, man. Um, so who are your top five influences? Do you have more than one influence? And then next within that, do you have more than one influence? Are you hiding? And if you are, why? And is it because you don't want to be vulnerable? And let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I've gone through a long period in my personal life where I did not want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to share anything. I didn't want to hear about anything. I just needed to shut down. I wanted to shut down. And so I did hide for a long time. And I'm still coming out of that. Part of this podcast and other things that we are going to be doing that I'm going to be doing are their therapy for me. Um, I've, uh, I've got to start. Um, I have to be vulnerable, man. And I, and I want to help people. And I'm not going to hold my tongue anymore. Um, so I'm going to share my scars and hope that that'll help someone. That it'll connect with someone. Um, next question. Well, by the way, if you're hiding and and you may, maybe you know why, maybe you were injured by a lot of different people or a lot of different things. Or it was just one thing after another and you just shut down. Um I would encourage you to find one person to connect with. And let me tell you, the enemy doesn't want that to work, doesn't want you to try, doesn't want that to happen. So if you try and it doesn't work, you have to try again. You have to stand up and you have to try again. And man, if you're hearing my voice right now and you've tried and it didn't work, I'll be your friend. I mean that. I'll be your friend. I'll listen to you. I'll give you what I've got, but I won't let you get trapped in the trap I was trap I was in for a long time. It's not worth it. It's not worth being alone and hiding. There's a better way. So let me know. Um, so, um, so who is the number one influence? Let's keep going. Who's the number one influence? So we talked about who they could be in your life, your family, friends, coworkers, a coach, a parent. But who is it? Who's the number one? And then why? 
why is why are they the number one influence? Is it is someone influencing you and you're not close to them, but man, you want what they want, and that's why they're the influence. You see their fancy pictures on Instagram, or you see the trips they're on, or you see the house they're in, or you see them all shiny and cleaned up, and you think you want what they want. Maybe some of that's good. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know who they are. It's for you to answer. And then if you had what they have, would that be enough? Is that your wheelhouse? Is that what you're made for? So within that, who do you know that you're around right now or that you're taking in that's not a good influence? What do you need to shed? What is the best way to reestablish the right circle for you? You can start small. You can be completely honest with people. Again, not hiding. But man, if there are people that you're around that pull you away from family too much or pull you away from being able to move forward in your career when you need to, or you're just not you're always behind and you're always frustrated and you're always tired. Maybe you can't hang out with the people that, that can drink every night and go out to dinner every night. You can't handle it either physically or financially. There's a, it's okay to, to change that. I'm giving you permission to change because you can. And now is the time. You hear me? So, warning, 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 warning. Lone Ranger is is not the mode we were made to live in or thrive in. Lone Ranger wound up with one friend named Tonto, right? Don't be that guy. Don't be alone. It's a lot more fun being in a mess with other people. Um, yep, it's it can be crazy. It can be um, can be hard. Relationships can be tough, but being alone is is a lot more difficult. A couple of scriptures on that. Matthew eighteen twenty. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. You want the Lord to show up? You hang out with other people in his name. And he's there with you, dudes and dudettes. Matthew, that's Matthew 18, 20. So hang out with, with people. Seek that out. Check this out. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Let me bring that up for you. You're going to love this. Let us consider. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. So when you're hanging out. You can talk about the weather and you can talk about politics and you can talk about sports and kids and all that. But man, this is impact right here. Stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together 
as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. Seems like the day is drawing near. So, where two or more are gathered on there, says the Lord, and do not forsake the assembly. Right? That's good. Now, check this out. Is the Lord one of your influences? Yeah, your pastor, because he's he's the one talking about the Lord and influencing your heart toward the Lord, your heart and your mind and your action toward the Lord. He's teaching you. But I'm talking about personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Is he an influence in your life right now? When, when you are when you get up out of bed, are you fighting right when you get out of bed to take your thoughts captive under the authority of Jesus Christ? Are you laying down your life for him? It is, it is the fight of my life to get out of bed and take my thoughts captive and not think about the day and people and what if and why not and why this and why that. I want to run to the Lord first. I want to I want to know who I am in him because of what he has done for me. And Satan wants us to be all alone. If you're alone, you're unchecked in your head, in your heart. But that's not what God wants. He wants you to take thoughts captive and turn them over to him and seek the wonderful things of the influence of other people that they can have on you and accountability and fellowship and fun. And man, what a, what a blessing that is. So, and over time things change, right? Your influences need to change because you've moved or you've changed jobs or you changed careers or your kids got older or um, you got sick or you need to get healthy and you need fitness people and doctors in your life. You know, things change. It's okay. So I want to talk about one thing. Um it's a it's okay to change gears on this too, right? So I'm talking about you being influenced. Let's switch that up to are you Influencing others. Are you encouraged? Um, you know, like, let's just talk about the business front again for a minute. Are you encouraged to level up over and over again? Is success what you're looking for? You know, you're drooling over who you think you could be or what, what that salary or what that title or what that, whatever it is, you know, that you're striving for. Is that really what you need? And so let me ask you this. I've seen this happen in my own life. And and I think I've done it too. So um, things start moving in your life. And the world calls it leveling up. You start having some success, which is okay. I mean, God didn't put us here to be stagnant. He wants us to take ground, take take land. Uh, work hard as unto him, move, 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 go, go, go. Um, but 
I think that something happens when we, in quotes, level up, is that the business community would encourage you to drop the people that are no longer in your sphere of professional influence. So drop those people that aren't in your income range or your professional goal range or the people that aren't um, driving and thriving like you are on the professional front. Just, just drop them. I want you to think about that for a minute. Who have you left behind and why did you leave them behind? Maybe somebody who, who still texts you or includes you on group chats or emails or they call you every once in a while and you their number comes up and you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't have time for that guy anymore. You know, ladder climbing, stepping over him, pigeonholing them, ignoring them. I don't think God calls us to do that. Um, you know, if, if that person is someone we can be a positive influence on, the, I'm talking about the, that person may be the lesser simply because they're hurting right now or they're drifting. Man, they could be, you could be the only person that could reach out and touch them just by, you know, a couple of texts. Are you doing okay? What's up in your life? What's new? And it's really hard to go grab coffee, you know, but, you know, if you get a, a, a text back that doesn't seem right, go get them, you know. Go go save the lost. Jesus, the parable of the lost sheep in Matthew 15. And man, I'm telling you guys, I know I've done this to other people. And their faces are on my mind right now. So he told them this parable. This is verse 3 in chapter 15 of Matthew. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who needed no repentance. And maybe this person isn't lost, but man, maybe they're hurting. Maybe they're in depression. Maybe maybe they're going through a deep, dark thing that they're afraid to tell anybody. They don't know how to get help. They're ashamed, embarrassed. Man, you could be the person to help that person. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen is iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I want to challenge you to be the influencer. So even though you could go level up and you could fill up your calendar with all those well-meaning ladder climbing things that everybody else says they're doing to be rich and happy. That's what they say. Man, you'll find deep satisfaction in your soul going after that one. And maybe you're not the right person to help them, but you can show them love that they'll never forget. And you can lead them to a person that may be able to help them. You can help them uh, keep going. You can give them the strength to fight another day. I love the picture. It's in a lot of songs that we sing. I think it's in Psalm 40. Um, 
He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Listen, can you imagine, ladies, the one that you haven't talked to for a long time? She disappeared, and her husband's super busy, and their kids are going a thousand miles an hour doing whatever, um, sports or it seems like that's the thing, sports, you know, whatever they're into. And she just disappeared. And she, when you, when you do see her or touch base with her, it's very brief. Can you imagine the relief potentially for her? If you reach out your hand and man, stick with that one and just listen, you don't have to try to fix anything. Just listen. Just be available for a while. Be that available influence. Can you imagine if that was contagious? Can you imagine if our influence was just being available to help? And just imagine if you had your group of four or five doing that. You talk about your things and you're honest with each other and you're working on your stuff, you know, your time management, your your complaints about work and your struggles with parenting that one kid and, you know, I need to lose 15 pounds and all that stuff. But what if you just sit and you focus on, hey, man, this guy over here, I know, Dale, he's hurting. Can we pray for him? And here are ways I think that we could impact that dude. Would you guys help me reach out to him in these ways? Man. What what a what a thing to live for! What a thing to do! So this went a little bit long today. Uh, I'm going to cut it off there. I don't want to influence too much of your day. Thanks for your time again. This is the Andy Price podcast, and uh, if you would share this, I would really appreciate it. Again, you can give me feedback on uh, Andy Price New at gmail.com. I'd love to hear any feedback. Um, it seems like more people are listening to these, so that's really cool. Um, Again, if you get a chance to check out Perfect Bar, it's our sponsor today. I highly, highly recommend the chocolate chip cookie dough. You can't go wrong. Uh, Keep them in the fridge, pull it out, and have it when no one's watching. You do not want to share Perfect Bar. (laughs) All right, guys. God bless you.